Episode 149. Woo! Oh, we're back. It's a new year. New me. He might have blew the speakers out on that one. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, excited. I know. I'm excited for the new year. I'm excited for a reset. Um, I'm excited for 149. How many different All years right. does submersion exist in? 18, 19, 20, 21, and 22? Well, we actually started recording in... 17. Really? We released in, yeah, we released in 18. That's right. Oh, okay. Yeah. 17, 18, so, 19, I mean, 20, Yeah, we, our four-year birthday is November of 2021. Uh, that's when we, that's when it all started. And then wow. I sent it to Brown. I said, hey, we're doing this thing. He's like, you need some help. Sure. I'm going to hop on. I was like, all right. And he hopped on for uh, was your Sean Parker. Uh, Black Sea, I think. Was one of the disaster. first water. Black, black water. water. Disaster. No, it's Black Sea. Black was sea. it Black Sea? Yeah, I think it's Black that's Sea. That's Black Water. That's the one with Jean Claude Van Damme. There's just too many. Uh, too many. <laughs> it's been going for too many years. It's like it's like how I, I've hit a point with. Uh, do you guys know I had a website? I have a website. It's called BadMovieTwins.com. Yeah, uh, it's BadMovieTwins.com. But mm, it's been going. So we've been doing ba- uh, BMT for since 2011, right? So 11 years or something. And legitimately, every time we're talking about like what movie to do the next week, I have to stop and be like, "Have I, have I watched that movie? Have I watched like this? I did, I've done it like five times this week, where I'm like, have I seen that movie? Have I seen Yours, Mine, and Ours? I don't understand. Have I not seen this movie before? And the answer is, I have, just not that exact movie. I've seen a movie just like it, <laughs> named something. Oh else. my! <laughs> so. What's your uh, iconic? Uh, Lily Sobieski and oh, here Kevin Klein. Here on Earth. There we go. Kevin Klein. That'd be an amazing movie. Lily Sobieski and Kevin, Kevin Klein. What no, was, Chris uh, Klein. What was that guy's name? Chris Klein. Chris, Chris Klein. Klein. <laughs> Kevin Klein's much Chris older Klein. than that. <laughs> he, could, he could play That'd the professor or something. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Here on now, Earth. Jamie, when when you just hopped on, you said New Year, New Me. Mm-hmm. Did you go through any big changes? Um, puberty, obviously. Um, oh, recent I your event. voice sounded deeper. Yeah. Shows. Look at that Richard, little, little pencil little mustache he's, he's got, got little, going on. He's got a little mm-hmm. hair on his chin sticking right out there. No, I mean, I I don't know. Just a new year, new me, all kinds of resolutions. Um, me and you are doing a marathon. That's kind of a big deal, right? We are. That that's like a new. That's like a new you and a hell of a thing. Yeah. Um, we got six months, buddy. I know. I'm prepared. I could run it tomorrow. How about you? I know you could. I would <laughs> probably have worse results than uh, that one race you and I did together. So right. Can't do that. No. No, I don't Shout have out, I, uh, not too many big plans. Not too many big plans for 2022 other than changing my entire life around. You know? Well, interesting. Well, yeah, you do have that going on. I got to, you know, I mean, it's 2022 will be a very major year for me, just in general. Wow. But, yeah. I hope so for me, too. And for all of all of us, really. I mean, right. here at Mackey's Studios. Because shout out to, to Brambeard Gaming, friends of the show, in 2022, I think like this week, they've got, they're going to be playing Gloomhaven with the creator of Gloomhaven. They've been doing that a little bit. Like, they've been, I don't yeah, know how they got in contact with us. It is cool. When are we going to do something relevant? And Well, we had that one time and that one director asked if he could maybe be on the podcast but then i think you <laughs> listen to the podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah i kind of vacillate was, back and great. forth with was it that was real and then was it just alex or someone like that right i dude alex just swore brother. up and down it wasn't him 
Dude, I have no idea. It could have been. It could have been him. But, um, well, there's the sub VR games and all that stuff. We could always definitely look at that. I've tried reaching out before, but then maybe they said, you know, now's not the time. Maybe now is the time. Maybe now we got to talk to them. But, um, let's do that. Let's play they, Iron Wolf VR in 2022. We should. We could all play yeah. it. <laughs> we should all stream that. Together. There's nothing holding us back now. Jamie's got the, the VR sub. rig, right? He does. Oh, I got it all rigged up. I'm one of the best it's ever been. Yeah. Let's do it. I mean, that's not a lie. Uh, I've had, I have already undergone big changes in 2022. We're four days in to the year. There is an older version of myself, a version that I used to be, that I once was before something happened. And then now there is the version that is me. In the event that changed my life, was I finally watched Cobra. Yes, that's right. I got you. I got that for for Christmas slash birthday. Not to spoil it. No, I'm not going to tell them when your birthday is so people can't steal your identity and all that. But as a combination, yeah. I realized I kind of missed your birthday. And so at the end of the year, combination both. It's okay. Got you Cobra. Okay. Blu-ray, collector's edition. So all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's got featurettes. It's got... Um, it's got... Uh, commentary by the director. Um, <laughs> it's got all kinds it's of stuff. Me, it's got like the the TV ad commercial. Right. It's got oh, the trailer. The trailer. Uh, it's got all the kinds trailer. of stuff. Yeah. Anyways, it's amazing. It came in the mail. I almost got it for myself and said I lost it because it was so amazing. I watched Cobra, you know, right when it came in the mail and I put it, popped it right in. I was checking the quality. That's what I was doing for you, Kyle. Yeah. Um, and it was amazing. And so how? what was your experience like watching it? At first, I was like, what the hell is this? Right. And then, well, when it opens up and the guys are no, like yeah, banging the axes axe, together, axe, like, axe banging. Yeah, and I'm like, sure. what the hell? And then it just kicks into this like... Grocery store. Just awesome 80s action movie with this some great music. All of a sudden, there's like a music video in the movie like twice. That happens twice. Yeah. Yeah. The, robot, the weird robot one is at one point. Yeah. Yep. And then he's Stallone is just constantly hounding that dude about what he's eating. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's and that's classic Stallone. <laughs> you, have you ever seen Over the Top? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he's times. always he's always making fun of his kid about what he's eating. Like it is that that era of Stallone, he clearly was very into his body and like eating healthy and doing stuff. So every movie, he's like ad libbing, being like, "Why are you eating that shit? Why are you eating so that good. stuff? Oh, that stuff's gonna kill you." <laughs> That's uh, the best. And then just like when he comes out and he's got these like just sick uh, Ray-Bans on oh, and man. he's like, I am the cure. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, let's yeah. go, Stallone. And the uh, the one thing is that every, every time you watch it, you're going to find something new. Like, did you notice the scene? First of all, you obviously noticed it was a secret Christmas movie, right? Like, an, Right away. A great, right great away. example. But did you notice the scene where he comes back to his, right, he comes back to his apartment? He, he like messes with those kids. Um, after he gets out of his car, but he goes up to his apartment. He's watching TV. It's like a Toys R Us ad or on TV or whatever. Um, but he cuts the pizza with a pair of scissors. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. gets pizza and then he cuts it with a pair of scissors. He, there's weird stuff. In yeah, there. but and, and and there's no reason why other than Stallone must have been like, this is my character. I cut pizza with scissors. Dude, his character was doing weird stuff, man. And I wasn't upset about it either. Yeah. But I mean, hey, that. That is a hell of a movie. Well, welcome to Cobra Cast. Yeah. 
No, you've, it's it's inspired one of my rounds of uh, movie trivia that I'll do, which will just be all 80s action. Oh, yeah, for sure. You got to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> 80s, 90s action. But... 90s is the best. Yeah. It gets really, really bad by the 90s, all this stuff. Yeah. Anyways, Brom, Anyways. Any, any big changes for you in the new year, Bram? Um, I don't think so. I'm going to I'm gonna be a liquor drinker now. I'm going to wow. try to drink this Crown Apple <laughs> Ale if I can open the bottle. <laughs> I'm picking up the bottle. But I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't get it. Oh my god, it's not on camera Why? for the Why for the stream. Why can't you get it? My fingers That's aren't strong so enough. That's so small. So I have to I have to rest my fingers and I'm going to try again later. Did you just recently wash your hands? Are they soapy? No. This is just it is on? like it is like sealed. It is sonically sealed. Well, so I'm going to be drinking you know some Fireball instead. God, you're drinking Fireball? It wasn't my plan A. I told you my plan A crown apple right here wow now is your fireball in a little <laughs> Not a tiny, sponsor like lego size bottle as well what's going on here you tell me oh <laughs> not a sponsor either there's nothing in there he already drank it i've got it in, i've got it in the shot glass i'm just i gotta start small guys this is a big undertaking for me this is not something i do this is my new year's resolution and here we go if you're listening mm. at home Mm. How? There we How go. How was it? I completed my New Year's resolution. It was and pretty good. Is, I have been drinking sake. Yeah. I got a sake gift set, and now I'm a sake, sake guy as well. Like so sake. now, if you can't see him, he just took that straight, no chaser. So he's he's passing the vibe check, as the kids would say nowadays. He means I could drink this straight. It's pretty good. <laughs> he's like, look here, man. I've got it. All right, all right. Anyways, we've been talking about Cobra. Awesome. Yeah. Jamie losing his mind. Can't remember what movies he's watching. Right. Brom has a New Year's resolution to drink more liquor. Um, <laughs> I was reading about it. It's something that's like, it's an actual thing. It's called alcoholism or something like that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It's one of those isms. Yeah. I think there's like a lot of organizations. Um, I'm going to do more that. research. I'll get back with you on it. Yeah, we're going to see how that goes, but in the meantime, we might want to just dive this sub. Dive, 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 dive! What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, the artist formerly known as Brom, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle El Capitan, and the gruesome twosome present Submersion. All right. Okay. Newsflash. I rested my fingers and I've successfully opened the crown apple, boys. Nice. And newsflash. Miracle. Newsflash, Kyle, I actually didn't even jump into this when you mentioned it, but you said you were going to do 80s action as part of your next trivia. Tango and Cash? trivia, yeah. Tango and Cash? I'll do Tango and Cash. Do it. Tango and Cash and Cobra, I'm in and I'll win. It's just be all Stallone. Just Stallone 80s action trivia. Oh, there's some great ones in there. It doesn't have to be 80s. Cliffhanger. Have you ever got, have you seen The Specialist? I don't think I have. Uh. Yeah, it's um, pretty great. So, All right, maybe it's just going to turn into Stallone trivia. I would, I would be very into that. 
Okay. All right. Anyways, Stallone that's not outside in what we watch. of what we've got going yeah. on. No, he's not in this. Not even close to being in this. Um, now, this is new to us. What we're about to tell the show. The show is new to us. Got released in the UK first, and then right before Christmas, boom, they dropped it like an atom bomb on the United States. And not just on the United States, on the most popular streaming platform in the United States. Right, Kyle? Sure, yeah. (laughs) We can get into that in a minute. (laughs) Uh, Brom, he's liquored up. What did we watch? We watched BBC's Vigil. Vigil. Vigil, my bad. Oh, BBC's okay, yeah. Vigil streaming in the United States on Peacock. Not just Peacock. Peacock Premium. Peacock Please. Premium. That's they... true. You, get, you can watch the first episode for free like I yes, did. Those bastards. True. Those bastards. They tease you. They say, hey, here's the first episode. Dangle it in front of you. And they say, oh, if you're hooked... You're gonna have to pay five dollars. Yeah. And then you better remember to cancel this in a month. Right. Yeah. I already so. used my free my free trial with that. I think I was watching football with it. I wanna say I watched Oh. Uh, wanna watch I maybe watch some Browns, maybe some Packers. Something. So but, uh, I could only watch the first episode, unfortunately, yeah. this time. And I remember around. and I remember previously McGruber came out on Peacock Premium, and they dangled that one episode. And I'm like, I'm not even going to watch the one episode because I know if I watch one episode of this, I'm going to have to buy Peacock Premium, and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) So then when Kyle got Peacock Premium for this, you better believe I'm watching MacGruber. Now. (laughs) Yeah. Jamie is... Well, I don't even think we can admit that. It's got to be a crime in some state. Big group. We're not doing anything. Yeah, being a MacGruber Wait, so there's a MacGruber TV show now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to check that guy out. Is it with Will Arnett? Will Arnett? No. Not Will Will Arnett. Uh, Will Forte. Forte. Will Forte. Yeah, Yeah, Will Forte. Will Forte, Christian Wig, Ryan Phillippe. Damn, this is new. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out. Just came out. (laughs) How did I miss that? Uh, welcome to Dude, Peacock it's Premium Cast. Premium, man. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. We're promote all- hey, we're open to being sponsored by Peacock Premium. I actually yeah, I did not hate come in here and say yes. After I've called them stupid a few times, I'm sure they'll be like, oh, yeah, you just got to censor that. We will become the official Peacock Premium podcast if they want us to be. That would be the Peacock Premium Podcast, Troll P. And we will we will just promote whatever they have on Peacock Premium. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually did not hate that movie, MacGruber. No, I liked it, and the show is very good. If you like MacGruber, if you don't like MacGruber, you probably won't like the show. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we did not watch MacGruber. We did watch Vigil, and has a cast that you may not know the names. They are big. We got a, we got a nice pond, graphic for States, you. We have a beautiful graphic if you are watching, uh, but if you are not, we have Paterson Josephus at, oh my gosh, Paterson Joseph as our captain, Adam James is the XO, Sean Evans as the coxswain, Daniel Portman as one of the crew members, you might know him from Game of Thrones as Podrick, Anjali Mohindra as the medic, Stephen Dillane as... The Brass back home. You yeah, may you know, know him, him as 
Stannis Baratheon from Game of Thrones. Stannis the Manus. Yep. Uh, and Rose Leslie as one of our detectives. You may also know her from Game of Thrones as Jon Snow's love interest, Egret from North of the Wall. And then lastly but not least, Suran Jones is our main character. So, a lot of Game of Thrones cast in here. I uh, didn't know there was going to be such a reunion when I popped this on. Yeah, it's funny. in the I, trivia, and, and I may as well spoil the only piece of trivia I found kind of amusing, is they said, oh, these four people worked on Game of Thrones together and all appear in the show. And I was like, four? What? I only, I only remember the three. Yeah. And then when you look, there's a guy, a random guy in one episode of this show who has a name, I guess, so he must have a speaking part, but... He was like a Tully Bannerman in one mm. episode of Game of Thrones. And it's like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'm sure they were really palling around reminiscing on their day of their days on yeah. Game of Thrones. Remember that day you got paid 150 bucks to dress up? Like, oh yeah, sweet stuff. So guys, I took yeah, a no, uh, there were three major players and then the, the Bannerman. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying, Brown? I took a Facebook quiz. Um, this evening before I hopped on the podcast and to just loop you guys in, the name of my vagina is Vigil. Very nice. Wow. It was wow. Uh, the name of your vagina for anyone out there is the last program you watched or, or show yeah. you watched. MacGruber. So. MacGru- nice. That yeah. sounds cute. That's wow. a cute name. Uh, mine's Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. That's badass, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, so six episodes total of this, but we're only going to be recapping the first one, right? We will. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, this is a, a six-part miniseries, limited series, whatever you want to refer to it as at this moment. Some people, looks like online, are clamoring for a second season, but after I have watched the whole thing, you have watched close to half. half yeah. Brahm has watched an episode, the pilot. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just kind of take it from there. All right. Should we get into it? Take her away. I think, I think we've done enough of not getting into it that we probably should get into right. it at this point. All right. I'm going to try to do this quick, but we open. And there's a trawler, actually, kind of going along. You're like, wait, I thought this was about a submarine. Why are we on top of the water? And anyways, they're kind of throwing throw a net into the water and like, uh-oh, because yes, they definitely get dragged into the ocean and totally destroyed. Camera pound, uh, pans down. We see a submarine. Like, holy, Vigil destroyed that trawler? No, because the sonar man's sitting there, and he's like, something's going on with that trawler up there. Something crazy just happened. And he's like, we got to go up and get the survivors, right, Captain? And the captain's like, hell no, because clearly what happened is that the trawler was hit by another submarine that was following behind them, probably a Russian submarine, and ha- has the ability to totally um, – not be seen uh, by the British submarine, which is supposed to be like the major line of defense. And so they're really freaked out. And they're like, we're obviously not going up to the top because if we go to the top, even for survivors, we will give it away for this Russian um, situation. And so uh, the guy freaks out. And this is uh, Craig Burke. He freaks out. He's like, what are you talking about? And they, you know, send him to his quarters uh, for uh, insubordination. And then later, um, pretty quickly thereafter, we see that there's medics running to his room and stuff like that. If someone's calling, oh, and he's dead. He's died. They do, a little, they do some CPR. They try to revive him. Uh, but he has uh, died. And so um, because there was a death on the submarine, 
and it is fairly suspicious. It happened with uh, as a, a suspected drug overdose. Um, the Scottish police are forced to be involved, even even though the the Navy does not want them involved at all. Scottish police have to come in and investigate. And so in comes our main character. Uh, it was in British waters, you said, right? Well, that's right. It hadn't. It wasn't in international waters. It was still yeah. close enough to shore um, to require that the Scottish police go on there. And so um, our main character, Amy Silva, uh, is requested by the, the police, okay, you're going to be the one that goes on there. It's a three-day thing. Are you okay with going in the submarine? She's like, I'm fine with going on the submarine. Uh, she gets her friend – um, I'm forgetting her name. That was the, the girl from um, Game of Thrones. To yeah, Rose Leslie. But yeah. her, I can't remember her character name yeah. at the moment. To be involved as well. Um, Longacre. Yeah, and so like Longacre. Uh, we have a good rapport. Have her be the one that communicates directly with me. I I don't think I got a full picture of their relationship uh, from the first couple episodes. I'm not sure if that there's more clarity to that, other than the fact that you know that they're good friends and. Have a good rapport and you know clearly oh, I close enough. Were, I thought they were intimate. I thought so too. It was hard to tell though because obviously there had been there's a backstory to the main character that comes up in the next few episodes. Uh, that, that continues even in on the first episode. The it yeah, alludes series. to the main character Silva's husband and daughter dying in a well the car husband accident. yeah the hu- the husband well not even husband her her boyfriend essentially dies in a car accident. Um, Looks like she had a daughter in the car too. Yeah, and so yeah, I don't know. It's, it's it's for me from the first couple episodes, it's a little hard to to think. This first episode was probably the strongest of the first three in terms of alluding to the fact um, that Elon Acre and Silva were involved as well um, after probably after the event or whatever. <clears throat> and so, anyways, a good rapport. There seems to be whatever she's she's brought on. Um, and off she goes. She's dropped into the submarine. She wants the body to be transported off the submarine as well. But because of rough seas, that can't happen. And she's kind of annoyed by that. And it even comes to find out that they were never going to do that anyways. Um, they don't want to go to the surface for very long because of detection. So they were never going to have this body leave the submarine. And there are also no plans to not be on patrol. Basically, they're out for so long. There's only They, they claim in this there's only two of this uh, <clears throat> Vanguard-type submarine. And so when one's out, the other one's on leave. And so you can never really screw that kind of system up. So they have to finish their patrol. And so um, she's out there and she starts to do some investigation. The XO is like a total dick. And it's basically like, I don't, I'm not going to talk to this lady. And, but the captain puts her with the um, uh, coxswain, right? The cob. Basically, yeah, yeah, that seems to be the term, or yeah. at least what we've seen in movies. It was referred to as the cop, yeah, yeah. And so he's like, okay, you'll go with him because he's a nicer guy. And basically, the EXO is like a giant dick face. There's also a bunch of allusions here to the fact that Vigil has a lot of have has had a lot of problems. Um, and so, anyways, I can't remember totally what what is is. Restricted to this first episode, Longacre goes and does an investigation on the base. She starts to find a couple things. One is that a there's like kind of a local girl who is part of like protests against the naval yard and kind of all the money that's spent on this uh, on the navy um, in comparison that to other the, things. Um, having the nuclear missiles, right? Nuclear anti nuclear stuff. That program parked right. offshore, right? And, and having it in general, and I guess that is. A source of contention, actually. Yeah, so Longacre sees her coming kind of out of the 
the place and, and basically finds out that she was involved with the guy who died, Burke. Um, and so kind of interested oh, in what she, yeah, didn't piece kind of that in, together. And I kind of interested she was in a random girl. Yeah. So kind of interested in what, uh, why he, she was interested or what she was looking for in his room. She searches the room and finds, um, a disc basically flash like drive. a drive, flash uh, drive. Flash a it's not a MacGuffin. We I'm eventually just find out the power of the MacGuffin. Um, I'm just teasing. A, but yeah, he, she, she finds that and kind of hides it. So it is something, <laughs> yes, a flash drive. And it's, yeah, so she, that's, that, I think at the end of the episode, that's kind of the end of that episode is a couple of things. One is that she has this drive um, that she doesn't totally know. This is like Burke, is a, there's a video of Burke kind of saying that there's something nefarious going on. And so she has to figure, investigate that. In the, at the same time, Silva's on the boat. She's getting a lot of, kind of feedback from the uh people like she she's already suspicious that it's not a, not a uh, that it might be a murder because it doesn't really look like a drug overdose so it's like not really drugs in the thing he didn't seem like a drug addict and also like it's kind of it almost seems like a cover-up that someone put the drugs on the on the guy um and she also found there was some indication that he may have had a uh, uh a fight kind of in a certain area because there, there was, you know, he was found bleeding or something in an area of the boat. And so there's some indication that there was a scuffle and then someone maybe tried to cover up uh, the murder at that point. And at the very end of this episode, the boat goes through or yeah, the boat goes through a, um, an issue with a reactor and basically almost sinks. And that's, is that the first episode? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I can't remember it. I think okay. so, yeah. Right. It kind of ends like I'm, that. And That's, then at what point does the wormhole come up? That must be the second episode where they travel back through time. Right, yeah, that? yeah. yeah. Basically, this yeah. is a remake of Time Under Fire starring Whoa. Brian Cranston. That's insane. <sighs> yep. That's not yeah. where I thought the series was going. I gotta yeah, that's why it's twists and turns, baby, all over the place. It kind of obvious to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, as soon as you start to piece it, when they pick up that flash drive, Brown, and it's just Brian Cranston talking on it, you're like, oh, Whoa. my God. So anyway, how did they get funding for this? That's a little taste. It is very, it is a very much like uh, one of those mystery miniseries yeah. type things uh, going in. Short and sweet, six episodes. So hour, hour <clears> piece, a <throat> little yeah. less on some of them, but yeah. That's a concise. I'm, uh, a, big, story. I'm a big fan of like the miniseries or the yeah. limited run series, just because I like that stuff. The too. cutting it. The, I don't know. Like think about. Some, I know we've talked about the show Chernobyl, Incredible. Mayor of Easttown. This is um, just a recent one this last year that I really, really liked. Mayor of Easttown? Mayor, Mayor of Easttown. M-A-R-E. Oh. Mayor of Easttown. Like a horse? Was that any good? Like Did you watch it? I loved it. And it. Yeah, Kate Winslet. It's really, really good. But oh. it's, it's another one where like, you know, talk about people clamoring for saying, oh, is there going to be a second season of Mayor of Easttown? And it's like, is that going to really... I, it clearly wasn't in the plan. Is it necessary? Who knows? This seems like a similarly like a, a self-contained story. Does there need to be another vigil? Probably not. Yeah, I know. Some people online were saying that, oh, I would love to see what the crew does next. But I'm like, I don't think you'd, you need to. It's not that type of, it's not that type of series. No, and, it's, and especially once you watch the whole thing and you see it all, it's like, okay, you know, I don't know what else, where we could really go from here. But... Uh, yeah, no, a couple I've really liked of um, Chernobyl. You guys ever watch like Maniac on yeah. Netflix with Jonah Hill and um, Emma Emma Stone? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, Chernobyl is the best. Kill. Best 
I don't know, probably show I've Chernobyl. ever seen. Yeah, Chernobyl's incredible. incredible. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so yeah, uh, but yeah no, this is uh, it's, I'm a big fan of the limited series just because I think a lot of other TV series maybe drag it on too long. Yeah. I really think of the show Lost that I used to love, and then yeah. I was like, what the hell's going That's not <laughs> Walking That's Dead. Example. Horrible yeah. offender yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a bunch. I mean, I just, you know, over the New Year's, me and my wife um, binged the first season of Homeland, which we'd never seen. And then we were shocked mm. to find that there was eight seasons of Homeland. We're like, what? <laughs> eight seasons. Oh my God. What were is they that thinking? the Carrie Russell one, or is that the Americans? That's I think the that's Amer- the Americans. Yeah, yeah. Carrie Russell is the Americans. Yeah, I always get those two mixed up. But this is Vigil. This is Vigil. This right. is Vigil. Vigil. All right. Before we get into reviews, should I do... Zach is not here, by the way, if anybody hadn't noticed. if It'd be wild if yeah, he just, just like, super quiet popped somewhere. in. <laughs> yeah, we're like, what's going on? We haven't heard the soundboard yet. Um do you want love it or hate it before we do reviews? You want well, to do those afterwards? I did want to just we quickly. Don't want to I do want to ask Later. one thing real quick. I know Brom. Obviously, we just summed up the first episode, which is the only episode you watched. Was there anything from this episode that wasn't really mentioned that you were like, "Oh, let's key in on that," or did we kind of cover everything you wanted to cover? Um, no, I think you I think you got it. And then Kyle, I, I, I'm glad you flushed out what I, I was missing there with uh, the the girlfriend of Burke. Uh, I didn't realize she was a counter protester, kind of, or protester rather of the of the war. I didn't piece together. I thought that girl was just an arbitrary girl on the road. So the fact yeah, that, I like the that, idea that of her being a counter protester, not a counter protester, protesting uh, the protesters. Yes. <laughs> uh, just signs that, to say stop. That protesting. adds a little bit more information to my watch. Because I'm wondering what's going on there, obviously, because where, where that episode ends is that she reveals, you know, he there's no way he would be doing drugs. And then, uh, sure enough, he's got the, the flash drive, the video plays with him saying that all these different ways that you could kill somebody on a sub, that you could do these different things. So I don't know if there's kind of an anarchist element to him now, and that kind of is kind of reverberated then by information that that girl is a protester of the navy now do you guys think people would say that about you if you were found dead with drugs and somebody said well he died from a drug overdose so they'd be like there's no way he was doing drugs people would yeah, say they, that about me they, they would say that there's no way he was doing drugs they'd say jamie was probably doing the richest drug on earth love that's true <laughs> <laughs> the last legal drug. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, I'm also I'm looking at the Wikipedia page just to mention for people who aren't interested in paying for uh, Peacock Premium. It did say that it does say that it de- debuted for linear programming on USA Network, so you might be able to see these episodes on a weekly basis starting yesterday on USA. Yeah, if if you pay for cable though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have cable, you probably can see it on demand through your network. If you have a VPN, I think you can watch it on BBC. Now we're talking the shady stuff. VPN cast, welcome to it. Okay, what's your favorite VPN? All right. All right. Should we do that? No, no, no. We're going to do that after we do our reviews. We don't want to be totally tainted. I'm going second. Who's first? Screw it. I'll go first. I watched the whole thing. Um should so you go first then? Probably not. You should probably go first. You okay. only watch one. That that way we get the progression of steps okay. here. Okay. 
Um, I am big into the BBC uh, mystery, you know, murder mystery shows. Jamie kind of alluded to that this has kind of got that that vibe, and it kind of plays out that way. It's got a unique spin on what we've encountered on the submarine uh, so far, you know, which is impressive to do through 149 episodes to kind of have uh, this play out the way it does. It, it feels unique from... Pretty much anything we've watched, there might be a couple that come a little close to it, but I did like that, that it was refreshing here. But yeah, I love like uh, Sherlock, Luther, uh, Wallander, Broadchurch, Marcella. What's the just, one with? Just start Ian, making them up. Make them up. Glenn. Glenberry. Heathtown. Smadman. East Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Uh, House of Cats. <laughs> that one doesn't sound real. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so no, this uh, this was uh, right up my alley because those were all BBC shows that I rattled off uh, and a few made up by Jamie and I. Uh, but uh, I, I was digging the vibe, and uh, I would I would uh, expect to probably watch more of this. I did finish the entire Das Boot series. Looking forward to season three of that. That show is awesome. We we we, we recapped in the past episode. Uh, definitely check that one out. This is not going to come in quite as high for me. I think it uh, lacks a little bit of the production quality and value. This comes across, you know. Um, a little bit lower budget, um, and I don't know if that's accurate or not, that it is or not, but uh, it does come across as kind of a little bit more of a cookie-cutter uh, murder mystery so far, just kind of set on a sub. Uh, so nothing overly compelling, um, but uh, the performances are fine. I do like why, why I gravitate so much towards the BBC side of things is I feel like the English accents help disguise some of the bad acting or wooden acting that might be taking place. When I watch something on like NBC or CBS, I just can't do it. I, I can't do a lot of the American uh, television just because it it's hard for me to suspend the disbelief there. So it's a lot easier for me to get... Uh, wrapped up in a BBC show because the the accent does a lot to conceal those mistakes. So, um, and yeah, I was I found myself uh, watching this, enjoying this, and wanting more. Uh, we're pretty generous with how we score uh, TV shows. We do it on a six scale as opposed to the full twelve, and do it just for more of an entertainment value. And uh, you know, I think I gave something like Last Resort, like a five and a half or a five or something like that. I gave Das Boot a six, but for what it, for what it's worth, the TV series. I don't want to come in too low on this. I think I'm going to come in pretty high on this as well, just from an enjoyment factor. I'm going to give it a five, I think, as well. Yeah, and I'm going right. to jump in also a five. Um, I don't think it's a perfect show. Um, I think it's a very good show and, and a very entertaining show. So if you're interested in seeing something, that is one of those procedural things set in a submarine. I think the submarine setting is used very effectively. So that's a that's a positive uh, for sure. You know, you get a lot of uh, aspects of it where she's cut off from the communication with the uh, mainland because of the different aspects of patrol and um, parts of the plot take into account the fact that they can't surface or – you know, they are the nuclear deterrent for the, for Great Britain. So like, you know, they have to deal with that, even though she's investigating murder. Um, so, you know, that kind of stuff is really nicely used and stuff like that. Um, otherwise, I think, I think the biggest critique of it probably is that it's a little cookie cutter. If you took it out of the submarine 
setting, it probably wouldn't feel super unique because it kind of hits the same beats that you expect from something like this, a procedural mystery show on the BBC. If it wasn't for the submarine setting, it probably would seem very similar to a lot of the other ones that come out. So that's the only thing that I'd say is probably what, what wouldn't, what, what ended up pushing it a little bit lower for me than something like Das Boot, which is a more mm -hmm. original <clears throat> submarine show. I guess the closest thing to it, Jamie, thinking about it, would probably be NCIS Sub Rosa. Yeah, in some ways. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like an extended, higher production budget version of that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Did you say a score? Or you got more to say? Five. I agree. Right. You I said you're coming in on the five. Yeah. Gave you the five. <clears throat> All right, I'll step in here. The only guy who's finished the whole darn thing. Um, I was hooked after the first episode. I thought production quality was there. This is better production quality than we've seen in some movies. Gosh darn it. Uh, we've seen some trash. And, Brom, I do agree with you. I think it's really cool that they do have a way to kind of give us something that we haven't necessarily seen before. As you mentioned, 149 episodes in. We've seen a lot. Some of the movies that we even watch, like they blend because it's like, as Jamie alluded to, have I seen that movie? Well, <laughs> no, but oh, okay, it's the same exact thing as this other movie. So yeah, I've kind of seen it already. And I feel like we didn't have that here. I mean, yeah, if you're into murder mystery type things, you probably have seen this. Um, and our, I got to give a big shout out to our, um, you guys, our audience, our listeners, our fan base on uh, Twitter and all that stuff. It's awesome. Uh, we got all kinds of comments rolling in about the show. Um, just because Brom literally asked the question, how is it? And then uh, all of a sudden, Captain Andy Benford, friend of the show, who's been on before, great guy. Uh, he said, and there's a lot of people have said this too, that it's not realistic um on the submarine Correct. itself yeah. and and you get that and when you're when they're walking around the sub i think at some point they're like oh you know we're gonna climb down these ladders and i'm like did they just climb down 12 ladders like, like a thousand going ladders, on yeah. yeah and so i mean it's like something it's, out of a Dolph lundgren movie yeah yeah but not quite not it's funny you bring that up because i did bring that up i said this is for the production value this is definitely the most roomy sub that we've had so far <laughs> uh but it's not quite Agent Red where they're fighting in a warehouse. We're, like, We're in a submarine. We're like, okay, whatever. But uh, so that aside, I really liked all the uh, actors and actresses in it. thought they did a great job. Story, there were all kinds of little curves and twists and all that. As I said before, I'm a big fan of the limited run series. just because it keeps things short and sweet. And as someone with limited time trying to watch Cobra and that type of stuff, I need to not have a whole sh show to series to watch. Um, another thing that I really like about this show <clears throat> is that I, much in the way that I look at Hunt for Red October, I believe that this show is also what I would refer to as a gateway show where it's going to get 
some other people who have never watched a sub thing before may be interested in watching a submarine movie or submarine show and be like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. You know, why don't I go ahead and check this out? And then all of a sudden, wham, they're just in it. And then they're like 75 episodes or movies in and they're like, well, maybe I should just watch them all now. And then they're like huge fan of the show. And then they're writing us all the time. And then we have to like get a restraining order because they're showing up at our house and that kind of stuff. And it's just, you know, that's what we're hoping for. That, that, that type of stuff, that level of commitment. But really like the show. Really thought production value was super high for especially TV. I think of some movies, Moby Dick, 2012 or whatever that one was. Was that 2010? That yes. one. 2010, I mean, Moby this Dick. Is, this is like right on level with that production value or Aftershock. Is that what that one was called? Um, what was that one called, Jamie? You would know that one. Sorry, which one? Was it called Aftershock? Where they're like, Princeton. <laughs> what? <laughs> just shout three words that oh, make no sense together. MIT. MIT. Something uh, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that was. Oh, man. Um, that was great. Yeah. So, no, this really liked it. Really liked the story. Wrapped up nicely. Lots of turns and twists. Um, did not like M- that MIT, I had to get MIT Peacock PhD Premium. pussy. That's what yeah, it was. Oh, go. that's what it was. <laughs> Did not like the fact you had to get Peacock Premium, but that is no fault of the show. And I'm going to come in. I think I gave Das Boot a six or something. This isn't quite there. Again, I know it's not technically accurate, but it's a fun watch. It's one that I would even say my wife, I could probably get her to watch. So I'm going to give this like a five point. Eight five. It's pretty high up there for me. Wow. It's fun. It's a fun Actually, watch. Yeah, I will. I would agree with that. I think I could probably get my wife to watch this, which is saying something because she doesn't really watch too much. As I said, we watched a whole season of Homeland, but that was after going through a bunch of options of what we could watch, and then yeah. landing on oh, I'd actually watch Homeland, which what, is not so different. The, what's actually, the ten this. second synopsis of Homeland? Uh, Homeland is. Basically, Homeland Security, there's a basically an analyst who has a bunch of psychological issues that she's hiding. And that's it. At the same time, she has knows a secret from a possible terrorist about an American POW returning home. Oh, and I, so I, I it kind of sets sure up. that is now. Yeah. Kind of sets up. She, uh, okay. Uh, Lee Protagonist has blonde hair, right? Long blonde hair. Yeah. 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 yeah I know da- da- uh, Claire Danes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. You guys right. want it? You guys yeah. want Zach's segment I want, here? I want a love it first. You want to love it? Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Yes. I love it. No. I hate it. Okay. So this one is titled... I got these both from IMDb, both the love and the hate. Uh, This one is titled Good Stuff from Odette-521-5628604. From October 4th. Yeah, don't slander the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) From, uh, From October 4th, 2021. Says thoroughly enjoyed this excellent miniseries. A very good watch, and I rated it a 10. Not sure I've actually rated 10 before. First things first. It's fiction, folks. So don't read anything into 
technical details of life on a sub. Lots of twists and turns without giving it any halfway through. Giving it away halfway through. Loved it. Very, very surprised at the slew of negative comments. Don't be put off. Watch it. Yeah, I agree with that. I could tell I was kind of trying to go for the near future. So I kind of gave it a pass on a lot of the stuff that it obviously wanted to pass on with the design of the mm-hmm. sub and the crew and everything. Yeah. And another, uh, we'll get into that a little bit here. Um, Mr. Marino, another friend of the show, guest on episode 15. Awesome guy. He also sent some info on the show uh, that I can tell you about with the production. Uh, and then on to Love It, titled Sinking in Excrement from Madden, Madam Warden, uh, September 5th, 2021. Such utter trash. O-M-G. What is that? I may what? not be a sub. O- O-M-G? What's that? Yeah. I don't know. You have to All get right. on Urban Dictionary. Maybe you can help us out. Uh, I may not be a submariner, but even I can see that this story is beyond bad. So many ridiculous plot turns. Awful dialogue and amateur acting. I can't even begin to list the stupidity of the events that unfold in this steaming mess. Every five minutes, a sophisticated nuclear submarine crewed by a bunch of Sesame Street rejects lurches from one crisis to the next. Laughable if it didn't reflect so badly on the BBC drama department. If they switched the overly dramatic music to Keystone Cops music, we may realize that it's actually a slapstick comedy. Give this stinking pile of excrement a big miss. Wow. One out of ten. So, sinking in they, excrement. Not a fan. Sinking in excrement. They were not. They were not a fan, huh. to say the least. They should get their own podcast, I guess. Yeah, I know. It's quite. It's quite nice what they. He's wrote got a there. good theme going. Excrement. Here sinking. and there. Could do it a scale of how far he sunk into the excrement in terms of how much he liked it. Or it could it. just be how movies with excrement sinking. It's got to be a decent amount. Dumb and Dumber. There you go. Already got one. Already what? got one. All right. Dumb you and got Dumber. any trivia for us, man? When There's Harry met shit Lloyd. Everywhere. <laughs> Bob Saget? Yeah. Uh, Going to watch that soon for badmovietwins.com. That's the best scene in that movie by a mile. I saw it in theaters. <laughs> Back when I saw everything in theaters. That's an unfortunate one to spend money on. Oh, I think I, I had a gift. Watching like five minutes of that while I was in a motel in a small town just north of where you grew up, Brom, waiting for a wedding. And I was like, this is trash. <laughs> I think I just went to the bar instead. So were you asking if I had any trivia? Yeah, if you got trivia, man, you got anything for us? I, I do. Ultimately, I have one thing to kind of mention, which is the fact that um, there was some upset, some controversy, if you will, about the depiction Ooh. of the uh, of the trawler being sunk because they even allude to it in the series itself. But back in 1990, there was a trawler, the FV Antares, uh, which was sunk um, by a nuclear-powered submarine, HMS Trenchant, uh, in the Firth of Clyde. So it's 1990. And so the families of the crew were upset, in particular, 
about the opening scene and how kind of vividly they showed um, the sinking of that, you know, boat. Although the BBC denied that the event shown was inspired by anything, even though in the show itself, they kind of mentioned the fact that there was a trawler incident that really impacted people or whatever. Yeah. That opening scene though is extremely well done. I thought it was just like, wow. I mean, as soon as I saw that, I knew we were in for a heck of a show. Excellent movie to revisit for uh, our crane movie series. Ooh, (laughs) that, that, Think about trawlers and that type of stuff. That opens up a whole new genre of cranes. That's true. It's exciting. And then for uh, for Phantom Zone, we can hit oh, it. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, that's all you got for trivia? That's all I got. I, didn't, I mean, the other one I had was the funny thing where they said there was four people from Game of Thrones uh, in this show. Yeah, that is kind of funny. When really there's three. Yeah. <laughs> now, I do have, now, I do have something here, and then we'll get into Phantom Zone in a second. But yeah. um, this, again, is from Twitter. Good friend, Mr. Marino. Uh, he sent us the deep sea dossier on on vigil. I don't know where he found this stuff. I couldn't find it, so we just got to take him at his word. Uh, this is about the set construction. Uh, so it said for the set of the uh, show, there are three main set sections. There are three hundred ten. What does this mean? 310, the length and feet of all three sets combined is 310 yeah. feet. Uh, there are 80 crew members that worked on the set. It took three and a half months to construct the set. 0.6 miles worth of pipe were used on set. 656 yards of aluminum strips were used. 164 feet of ladders and stairs were incorporated. And then one swimming pool worth of gray paint was used. Wow. So he found that. So kudos to him. Big shout out to all you guys. If you find anything like that, go ahead and send us send it our way. Yeah, for sure. And then we don't, we won't even know if it's true, but we'll read it on air. We That's will. That's how we do it. And it's last work for me. I'll it. just take whatever you say as trivia, and I'll just use that as trivia. I like it. All right. You got Phantom Zone? I do. Engage the Phantom. Got to go through my boy, Adam James. He plays the XO. Um, And funny little fact here. So you have the list on Wikipedia of all his movies uh, that he's been in. Um, He hasn't been in a movie since 2018, maybe because of uh, recent events, or maybe because he was busy making a TV show called Vigil. Either way, he was in two movies in 2018. They were Hunter Killer. Dope. And then Johnny English Strikes Again. Both of which feature submarines. We haven't watched Johnny English Whoa. Strikes Again with submarine in that really? one. Hunter Killer, he's he's Captain Forbes in the Hunter Killer one. And obviously, it's very easy to then get to Aird Harris uh, because, you know, I obviously did it before when, when we did Hunter Killer. So N, B, D. Um, and it's kind of interesting because, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Adam James and Ed Harris actually best friends – Mm. Yeah, they've been best friends actually since uh, they were children, where they both were growing up in Germany. Um, before, obviously, Ed Harris had moved to the United States uh, to start his vaudeville career. Um, and, yep, with his brother, 
Um, <laughs> I'm now forgetting his brother's name off the top of my head. Uh, but I'm trying to bring all the lure back in to the Ed Harris <laughs> <laughs> biography at this point. N- Ned Beatty Ned Harris. Ned Beatty Harris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rest in peace. And uh, yeah, Adam James, obviously, he, when, when Ed Harris left, um, Adam James swore that he would um, crush him and all his dreams and what he did because he so resented it. And so at, at the point when they were casting um, in Vigil, Ed Harris was way into the idea of being the XO. They were like, well, uh, aren't you a little too old to be XO? And they said, Re- and Ed Harris said, rewrite the part. But then Adam James swooped in like usual and said, no, I'm the XO. I'm the XO now. And they gave it to him instead. And Ed Harris now, you know, continues to hold that grudge. And they, they go head to head against each other. They're actually the God. exact same age as well to the day. Interesting. Little known fact. To the minute even? Yep. To the minute. They're both uh, 86 years old, I believe. Wow. He looks great. Adam James Crazy. looks great. I would love for an actor. Just like, hey, we got this part. You're too old for it. Rewrite it. Yeah. Rewrite it. What? Make uh make it make some reason why the XO has to be eighty years old. <laughs> I think I'm actually way overestimating. Let me look up Ed Harris real quick. He's, he's not be that like old. Sixty seven. Right? How old is he's gotta be in the late sixties, right? Yeah, I would assume he's actually just in his sixties. He's seventy one. Wow. Oh my goodness. I'm actually not I'm not overestimating as much as <laughs> Oh my word. Uh and then you guys want to do a quick uh a quick Jeopardy? I found this I found oh. a Double Jeopardy round that yes, I find please. pretty funny just because some of it's the, the one question that is the reason why I chose the category is just so hard. I'm not sure how anyone could possibly ever get the answer. So have All fun right. with that one. Uh, so guess. it's 200, 400, 600, 800 or a thousand Brahm. You gave the lower score. And so you get to go first. 200, 400, 600, 800, a thousand. It's a few good dogs is the category. A few good dogs. Oh my uh, gosh. I'm not feeling too strong. Let me just go 400. 400. This fictional dog is based on one named Spike that was Charles Schultz's childhood pet. Uh, what, is, do- what is Snoopy? Very good. Snoopy. Andy. Charles Schultz, the uh, author of Peanuts. All right, Kyle. Wait, did we hear him Googling over there? What's going on? He's not Googling. It's an obvious okay. one. That was an easy answer. Uh, 200, 600, 800, or 1,000. If that's obvious, you better give me 200. We're going to see what happens here. Eight generations of male collies have played this legendary film and TV female. Lassie. Very good. All right. There we go. Brahms up 400, 200. Brahm, 600, 800, or 1,000. 800. 800. The Sherman Shepherd star of films like Where the North Begins could scale walls. German Shepherd star of films like Where the North Begins could scale walls. Oh. German Shepherd star. It's an obvious one. I can't think of it. It's kind of all you need to know. German Shepherd star. Uh, I don't know. Kyle? I'm not answering. Well, uh... We may have a listener who may know the answer, so I can't take credit for this. We have to give it to the fans if this is right. Is it Rin Tin Tin? It is Rin Tin Tin. Guys, German Shepherd star, Rin Tin Tin. All, All right. right. That goes to that goes to the listeners out there. Kyle, you got six hundred or a thousand. 
Give me 600. All right. Rescued from an animal shelter, this shaggy hero has starred in four movies, including Oh, Heavenly Dog. This shaggy hero has starred in four movies, including Oh, Heavenly Dog. Think of famous dog actors. We've already done Lassie. We've already done Rin Tin Tin. What is our last famous? You mean last? Dog There's all kinds star. of famous ones. No, I feel it's like, like you, if you did the top three, I feel like you got like Lassie. Then you got like yeah. Rin Tin Tin, and then you got blank. It can't be Shaggy. It can't be Scooby Doo. Can't be Beethoven. Um, Beethoven's pretty know. close. Scooby- I think Beethoven's probably fourth or fifth. Let's be real, guys. <laughs> God, it's a real dog. It's the name I of a dog. Know, it's real. Sure, real. I'm gonna go Scooby. Scooby Doo. <sighs> Brom, any any idea of what we're talking? I was gonna about? I was gonna guess Beethoven. It is not Beethoven. It is a Benji. Oh, oh Benji. Benji. All Listeners right. lose. They said Air Bud. It's not Air Bud, sorry. Benji, sorry. dude. I forgot about Benji. All oh right. My gosh. And the reason I chose this category and the impossible question that no one could possibly know the answer to. You buzz in if you know it. It's okay. a thousand dollar question. A 1961 Disney classic was based on the true story of this Sky Terrier's 14 year vigil at his master's grave. A 1961 Disney classic was based on the true story of this Sky Terrier's. 14-year vigil at his master's grave. Oh, my gosh. What could this be? You guys have no way of getting it. It is not real. You do not know it. Don't even think so about it's it. Not even, it can't even be like Balto. It's not that Call of the Wild nope, if nope, that was remade. Nope, if it's, nope, uh, nope, nope. It is not something th- you guys will Hang know. on a second. My, somebody, I think it was my mom or someone was just telling me about a movie they watched on TV, like a Hallmark movie. About a dog that visited its owner's. No, it went to the train station every every day for like five years until it died, where its master left it at the train station, oh and it would God. walk into town every That's day so to the train sad. station, <laughs> and uh, would then return back to its home where its owner no longer resided. But it did that for five years, hoping its owner would return until it finally died. Hmm. Well, this one's name is Gray Friars Bobby. Gray wow. Friars Bobby. A triple stumper. Gray Friars Bobby. Is that the name of the movie? No. Uh, let me look that up real quick. Gray Friars Bobby. Bobby movie. It's uh Oh, no, it is. Yeah, so Gray Friars Bobby is the name of the film as well. Based what on a 1912 heck? novel, Gray Friars Bobby. A so Sky Brown, listeners, named uh, Bobby. Yeah. Listeners chimed in and said that that movie you were just talking about was a Japanese Akita Oh, that's right. And they even gave it a statue after that. Yeah. Wasn't it? It was, it was Japanese, yeah. And was that not was that not the movie with uh, Richard Gere or something? I don't know, I, yeah. dude. I don't know. There's been so many dog movies. Yeah, too many. Whoa, dude! But you can't say that, right? No. It's like a thing in a movie, right? You never kill the dog, or can't somebody kill does the dog. it, the bad guy. You could never have the good guy walk out, be like, all right, see you, buddy. And then just continue on with the movie. That would not fly. That would not go well at all. Well, I think it's a push, isn't it? Did oh, we both never, come up? That Richard Gere movie was a Hallmark Channel movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> okay. Every day at 5 p.m., Hachi waits for his best friend. Craziness. Runs, wow. Yeah, he licks her hand and runs to the station. <laughs> oh, boy. That's sad. Richard Every Gere. day. I mean, it did go to, it did go to, oh, I see. Yeah, it, in the U.S., it didn't go to th- to the theater. It debuted on Hallmark Channel, but it made $46 million worldwide. Do they have a 4K release? No, that's the thing. I looked, I was looking for both Tango and Cash and Cobra on 4K. Guys, it doesn't exist. Not yet. It but probably won't. <laughs> we just got to generate that buzz. Let's go. Uh, okay. I have got... It's been a while, but I got some subs worldwide. Wow. It's, it's subs, subs, subs world, world, wide, 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 wide. Okay, so for subs worldwide, I'm going to keep this one kind of short because I'm pretty sure we've already done this one. And then we've got some sub news coming up. So HMS Vigil is a Vanguard class submarine these were built between 1986 and 1998 the first one went into service in 1993 there are currently four of them active they come in at 491 feet 10 inches long the beam of 42 feet they have a nuclear power reactor that gets them 27,500 ship horsepower you can travel along at 25 knots for all you landlubbers, that's 29 miles an hour while they are submerged. can hold a crew of 135 people. And originally, in the mid-2000s, Tony Blair wanted to spend $20 billion to replace the Vanguard class with something new. But to keep costs lower, they wanted to reduce the size of the fleet from four to three. People said there's no way you can keep our nuclear deterrent um, to where it needs to be if we reduce the number, so I just said, all right. Uh, there's a new class of submarine that will come in to replace them eventually with a way sweeter name, the Dreadnought, which is scheduled to come online in 2028 at the earliest. Uh, it's badass. I was the- thinking while watching this, like, I, like, I, I want to give this, like, giant-looking sub, like, a, a, a name... Because I don't think they had yeah. mentioned Vanguard class at the point in the in the movie or the show rather that I was watching, and I'm like, it should be like Juggernaut or Dreadnought. <laughs> yeah, it's a sweet name, it really is. So that's it's pretty exciting. Um, and with these new boats, they will be able to extend the Trident nuclear missile program into the 2060s, which is a long time from now. We're going to be very old. Uh, there are four subs in the class. The Vanguard, the Victorious, the Vengeance, and the Vigilant. So, that's subs worldwide. But now we got some news. I was hoping 2022 would bring us a lot of sub news. I hope it would bring us so much sub news that we couldn't even force it all down. But we're getting there. We're getting there. We've got three things that have happened with subs in 2022 and we're only in the fourth day so this is very exciting there might have even been something today who knows but uh first and foremost russia wanted to start off the new year by testing its new hypersonic zircon missiles from both frigates as well as firing two of them from a submarine uh 
Putin, to quote him directly, called this the a big event in the country's life, adding it was a substantial step in increasing Russia's defense capabilities. I will post this article. It is from Reuters. Oh, written December 31st, 2021, 4 a.m. So we'll get that one out to you guys. Another one that's very exciting is South Korea. According to Naval News, has begun construction on a second KSS-3 Batch 2 submarine. They began cutting steel for that. Uh, they did the first one. They started cutting steel on August 13th, 2021. So got another one in the works. And then probably the biggest, most exciting submarine news of the new year is that a wreckage from a World War II submarine has been found. An Italian submarine that was sunk with 48 people on board has been found. Ship sank in 1941. It was hit by torpedoes from the British sub HMS Torbay. And they've got it. It looks like sea creatures have decided to make this their home. Looks like a new coral reef. Uh, it was the Jantina, which was built in 1932. 200 feet long. Cruise along at 14 knots and could only go 80 meters deep. So that is the world of sub news to start off the new year. Very exciting stuff. I also saw that finally a Ecuadorian narco sub movie, which I believe we even discussed on this or talked about as part of news, finally got a release. I actually also saw that it may even have been the Ecuadorian Academy Award entry for a foreign film. Anyways, it's called Submersible. Is that a documentary? It's not. No, it's a narrative film. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, no, I think that was just released. New movie. Very exciting. So, something we could do. Oh, yeah. We will. Keep this. How, we got to find to get our hands moving, on baby. that. Let's go, dude. Yeah. Say, keep this train moving, but that's season two. Not yet. Not yet, dude. <laughs> We're working on that, okay? Right. You ready? Am I ready? I'm ready. Tube three, ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. Give it to me. All right. So, uh, Kyle told me we were going to be watching Vigil this week. And I'm like, oh, what's this? Like a documentary about candlelight vigils or something like that? And I'm like, that's weird. How are they going to tie in submarines in that? Is it going to be like in the background, like in a like a canal or a river of like France during like some big candlelight vigil or something? Like, no, it's an actual show about a submarine called Vigil, but... I'd already put in all this work. I figured, you know, Kyle's going to be doing like candlelight vigils worldwide. I don't know, maybe like a recap of Dude, Mother Teresa's candlelight vigil or something. You joke. Like that. You joke, but I, that was literally, <laughs> I had laid the groundwork for vigils of 2020. <laughs> uh, I don't joke. I don't joke. This is a true story. I thought that was what was happening. So I, I prepared, you know, you hear this phrase all the time, you know, do you still hold a candle for them, you know? 
uh, these different topics, these different things, you know, things might fall from grace. You might grow out of things. Uh, you might grow apart and away from things, from people, uh, from, you know, uh, role models, from people in media that you admire. You know, a lot of things might require you, you know, to ask the question, do you still hold a candle for X, Y, or Z? So tonight I'm going to be asking one of you, do you still hold a candle for 15 different topics. We're going to rapid wow. fire around. And what oh I'm asking gosh. you right now is which of you feels like you know the other one better? Which of you feels like you know your your counterpart there? You're, you're on the bowling team there. You bowl together every week. You've been doing it for what? Feels like a decade now. It's better part of a decade. It's tough because I, like, I, I know Kyle, but I also know he's like a renaissance man. He's always surprising me. So like, yeah, that's tough. Whereas I'm very predictable and obviously I like certain things like a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you say like Sly Stallone, I'll just be like, yeah, hold a candle for that guy. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, Kurt Russell. Uh, duh. So, so Kyle, you well, feel yeah. like you, you know Jamie a little better? I don't know. You got to beat on him? It's going to be a test of stuff. friendship here, I guess. I mean, let's try it out. Let's see what happens. All right. What here. I want you to do is I want you to deafen yourself in Discord. I'm going to ask Jamie 15 things. If you hold okay. the candle for them. And then when we bring you back on the show, Family Feud style, you have to tell me which you think he guessed if he holds a candle for these different topics. Okay. You know what? I'm going to take my headphones off because I think if I do that, it's going to cut the audio. Forever. Okay. Yeah. Don't do that. I'll give you uh, I'll give you two thumbs up Just when like you need to come back. back. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Do that. All right, Jamie. Yep. Here we go. Rapid fire round. Do you hold a candle for Baker Mayfield? No. M. Night Shyamalan movies. No. Dunkaroos. No. Welch's Fruit Snacks. No. <laughs> Urban Meyer. No. <laughs> Four Loco, the non-caffeinated version. No. <laughs> Army Hammer. <laughs> no. The Disney Channel. Lindsay Lohan. No. Oh, here's a spicy one. COVID-19 vaccines in quotation marks. I don't know what that means. <laughs> You're going to say yes, Jamie. You hold a candle for COVID-19. You, you believe in COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Non-championship non -championship bowl games. It's interesting this year. A lot of people are holding oh, no. out to prepare for the NFL now. It's kind of tainting non-championship bowl games. No, I don't care about non-championship bowl games. I never have. Oh. Award shows. Yes. Game of Thrones. No. Bill Cosby. <laughs> no. Baseball. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let's bring oh, wait, Kyle wait, wait, back so, so, in. So, so, so we okay, I want to change M. Night Shyamalan. I want to do, I want to change that yes. to yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, Kyle. Okay. We got you back here. Family Feud style. Just think of me as Steve Harvey. I okay. asked your friend, Jamie, do you hold a candle for Baker Mayfield? What do you think he said? Yes All or right, no? <laughs> when you say hold a candle, <laughs> it believes in. Do I like, does he still? Does do he I still believe? like? Does he still believe in? Does he still? Do I still? No, I do not. He said no. You got it. M Night Shyamalan movies. Does he hold a candle still yes. for M. Night Shyamalan? You got it. Yes. 
Good job. Dunkaroos. Oh, yeah. Nope, he said no. I mean, I guess I haven't had them in years, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Welch's fruit snacks. Yes, my kid has a lot of those, and those are pretty tasty. Jamie does not hold a candle for those. Sorry. No? I'm not asking you if you hold a candle. What does Jamie hold a candle for? Oh, are you serious? That's what's going on? Yes. Oh. I'm asking you, do you, what, what, or it's kind of the newlyweds game. I thought you wanted me to... I thought you this wanted me to like. This is my new game show. This is the pilot episode. We're going to see if we get picked up. Okay. All right. Make it a I thought dynamic you wanted me to answer what I thought. What he thought I was holding. I, a I'd love to know for. your opinions oh, no. on these. If you have, a, if you feel yes, but you want to say I, I feel yes, but I'm going to say Jamie no. Like I'd love to hear those extra insights. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. Well, then, yeah, that guy doesn't look like he's had candy in years. So. <laughs> I, I have a crazy sweet tooth. I'm just not a sweet tooth. Like it's like Reese's all day long. Day long. I'm oh. ready for us to get a Reese's um, sponsorship, dude. Now, all right. When you do Reese's, you got to do like. When they come out with like the Christmas trees and the Easter eggs, everything. Oh my God, those are so good. Anyways, all right, let's keep. Uh, now that I fully understand, I'm sorry. Does so, Jamie uh, hold a candle for Urban Meyer? No. All right, you got it. Four loco, non-caffeinated. Non-caffeinated. Yeah, the new era of four loco. No, that guy's old school. Yeah, he's, you're right. You got it. He, he said he <laughs> yeah, loved yeah. old school. <laughs> yeah, old school is where it's at. It's crazy that we lived through that, and some people didn't. That's Ar- army sad. army hammer. Army hammer. This is controversial. Yeah, I think he holds a candle for. He him. does not. He does not hold a candle no. for army hammer. <laughs> what did that guy say? He did. did he want to eat people or yeah, something? Yeah, can- he's a cannibal. Oh. The Disney Channel. No. Uh, you got it. Lindsay Lohan. No. You got it. This one I put in just to torment Jamie. I knew if if I knew this was an obvious answer for Jamie. COVID nineteen vaccines. <laughs> he holds the candle. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> non championship bowl game. As we all should. As we all should. Hey, right, I'm right. right there with you, buddy. I hold the candle. Um. Non-championship bowl games? Non-championship bowl games. Do you hold a candle for non-championship bowl games? I don't think he cares that much about college ball, to be honest. I'm going to say no. You got it. Doing pretty well here, especially since, you, since you've learned the rules. Yeah. You're, you're 100%. <laughs> yeah. Award shows. Award shows? Yes. No. Ooh, he went yes on that one, Kyle. Yeah. Did he? That was I a pretty emphatic. I mean, I know you like the awards, but you like the you like the show itself. I like I like the Academy Awards. I like the idea of what the Academy Awards are trying to do to like stay relevant. I like those discussions about what they can do to stay relevant. I like all. Of <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Screwed uh, up the meta. The meta of yeah. award shows. Uh, Game of Thrones. Now, he's recently been watching the last season, but I believe he holds a candle. Ooh, he is he's off the ship. He's off the show. Whoa. I will finish it. I just, I'm not someone who's necessarily going to hold a candle for it. That's the correct answer. Okay. Bill Cosby. No. <laughs> good, good one. <laughs> it's the most definitive one I can 
Pirates. <laughs> and finally, baseball. Baseball? Yeah, that guy holds a candle. You got it. Wow. See, pretty yeah, pretty like damn good. I gotta say, the baseball one is probably the one where you'd say, you know me the best. From like everything you did, like most of them, you can kind of guess random people, whatever. Oh, I got whatever. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that you were like, oh yeah, he likes baseball. Yeah. Well, and Bill Cosby one, obviously. Well, yeah. But yeah, like Brom, did you know I like baseball? Um, I would have wagered that you hold a candle for baseball. Yeah, true. Because I'm a sports guy. I like sports. Yeah. I'm sure you like the Red Sox. Kind of love my socks. Yeah. So pretty good. Uh, if you're out there, executives at ABC, CBS, NBC, TNT, NBC. TBS, Game Show Network, wherever you're at, uh, hold a candle uh, hosted by Brom. If you enjoyed this, uh, check uh, hit me up. I'll do it. I'll do it for free. There you Whoa. go. Free free contract. Wow, exciting stuff, dude. There we go. All right. What was my percentage? If you negate those two that I had no idea what was actually uh, negate, like I negate yeah, where I didn't understand. The, then you you missed first two four. out of eleven, so pretty good. Not um, bad, not great, not perfect. No, can't believe you with game sh- or awards. I think games. I probably would have. I think I would have aced yours. I'd have been Dunkaroos. Hell yeah! If you like, look at that guy. He's had Dunkaroos for yesterday. sure. <laughs> <laughs> that guy probably dips him in frosting, not even just the stuff it comes with. I tried to crowdsource some topics for this and uh, message my buddy David Blow, who likes to use the phrase, I hold a candle for, and then we'll say something. So I'm like, oh, this is perfect. What, what are some examples you could give me? And candles, he, gave me one, he gave me one answer. And it was Justin Fields. I'm like, uh, anything else? What? <laughs> Justin Fields. <laughs> Mac Jones. Mac Jones is bone uh, zone. Mac Jones. Uh, you don't need to hold a can. Like Mac Jones is his career is not in the twilight. He's looking pretty good. But Justin Fields is kind of on hmm. thin ice there. So that's kind of where this phrase would come in. What about play. candles, like, Brom? Brom, do you hold a candle for candles? Mm, that's a good question. I would say. E- I kind of went down. I went down to my brother's for Christmas, and he had candles strewn about. They were all ele- electronic, but they had like this, mm-hmm. like w- like electronic like wick that danced. It looked like a real candle, but you don't have any of like the fumes or anything like that. Or that the would get my allergies going. But the danger so, of the candle is what I actually like. You know, you like mm-hmm. the danger it's and the like getting being able to killing me. congested with allergies and things like that. Being so I would say no. I do not hold a candle for candles, but. You know, alternative, oh. you know, like pseudo candles. I am, I could get on board with those. <laughs> now, have you ever made your own candles? I did, I had to yeah, do that. in grade school. Oh, see, I had to do it very recently and pay a lot of money to do it as a uh, bachelor party. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> bachelor party is huge for that. <laughs> Big time. I named, I named one of my candles, though, after. Um, God, what was it? I gave because you have to like name them. So I think I named one like Distant Father, and then the other one was um, Candle Parker. No, the other one was after something you said on this show. I named it Leather Daddy. Oh, nice. Because it just smells like you're burning leather. (laughs) (laughs) That is not a pleasant sounding smell. Thank you for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. 
If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at maceaststudios at gmail.com. 